Dealing with change is often difficult. On today's show, how planning for retirement has evolved over the past 20 years or so, we've got the top 10 changes in getting to the next phase of life called retirement. Come on back to Elevate Your Wealth. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Welcome in to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. 42 years combined experience in retirement planning. And folks, they've helped hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are both certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we get into the retirement topics each and every week. And each and every week, you, the listener, has an opportunity to take advantage of a great offer, and that is no cost or obligation. Sit down with Mark and Casey, Elevated Financial Management, and you can talk about your retirement situation. We know there are a lot of you out there that are do-it-yourselfers. There are a lot of you out there that just have portfolios. You need to have everything planned out. You need to work with a pro, and we're going to give you an opportunity to get into the office at Elevated Financial Management and have that type of conversation, gain the peace of mind we talk about so often. So let's get into this, guys. We've got the top 10 changes in getting to the next phase of life called retirement. And when I say changes, things have changed. So Mark, the first one up, I mean, right now, it's just not the way it used to be. It's not your father's retirement. You know, the days of the 40-year career with the same company really are gone. I think most of us that have children uh, realize this firsthand. In many cases, the pension is gone as well. I know I work with a lot, with a lot of retirees from Boeing, and they regret uh, voting that pension out a few years ago. The first truth of retirement is that we are responsible for our own finances. I mean, think about it, folks. I mean, uh, 15, 20 years ago and how things have, you know, they've changed. I, I would say they've evolved, but sometimes it's devolved. I mean, it's, you know, things have changed. So you need to make sure you're on top of things. Casey, this next one, again, talking about, uh, you know, the top changes when we talk about retirement as retirement from yesterday as opposed to today. You know, you're probably going to live longer than your parents. So that means you've got to plan for it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, the average life expectancy for a 65-year-old is 19 years. Many of us will live another 25 or 30 years after that 65 uh, marker. So what we really have to consider is so many think that, well, I, uh, you know, I might only live 10 or 15 years in retirement. But in reality, the statistics tell us that you've got at least 19 years. 50% uh, of the people are going to pass before that but 50% of the people are going to live longer than that. And so really we have to have a plan and we have to be prepared that uh, advances in medicine will even continue to prolong that. So uh, the good news is, is that we have more opportunities to do the things that we want to do in retirement. But ultimately uh, the other side of that coin is that we have to have the finances to pay for all those things that we want to accomplish. And having a plan, uh, if you're going to live 25, 30 years in retirement, how are you going to pay for that? Folks, you need to sit down, have that conversation, make sure you have all your bases covered. So these changes, again, when it comes to retirement, what was planning 20 years ago as opposed to today? Mark, Medicare, it's just not getting it done. It's not going to cover all your health care costs. And maybe back in the day you were thinking it was. Now you've got to have supplements. It's interesting that we're talking about uh, health care right now because 
that still comes up uh, to an unbelievable degree with folks that come into our office and they feel that Medicare is going to cover them for their long-term care expenses. That could not be farther from the truth. Uh, you may be fortunate enough to, to get 100 days, but that's it. And, and you're only going to get 100 days if you're on a skilled level of care. We know that Medicare is a wonderful program. In fact, I just went on Medicare myself two months ago. So they are going to take care of our expenses. Uh, it's an awesome 80-20 program. But you're going to need to either decide, do I want to have a supplement of some sort? Am I going to go with a Medicare supplement or am I going to go with a Medi Medicare Advantage type of plan? Those are important things that we have to figure out based on your situation. So then, then that brings eye care, dental care, prescription drug plan, a, a, a plan D is going to be required, which comes with a med advantage plan. So there's a lot of uh, different pieces to figuring out your health care and what type of coverage you want to have. Elevate Your Wealth is the program. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management. Seattle, it's always about retirement. Here's a great website for you, great resource. You can kick the tires here. These are letters, E-F-M-N-W. That's E-F-M-N-W.com. Again, great resource. You can check it out. Tons of information. Plus, you know, there's contact information. If you've got a question, you can get in touch with Elevated Financial Management. Again, the website, E-F-M-N-W.com. So, again, changes, the top changes when it comes to retirement as opposed to yesteryear when our parents were retiring. And, and things are evolving uh, to a different level. So this next one, you really need, Mark, you really need to kind of take care of yourself because we're getting older and maybe some things we've done in the past are going to creep back up. <laughs> you know, retirement is a time when all the bad habits that we've been using uh, all of our working days, they're going to come home to roost. And when you really think about that, you've got to have a plan. That's why we believe a written plan is so critical because there's all these uh, different areas that we're going to be talking about and having to figure out how are we going to handle them. So some kind of a written plan. And for most of us, the plan that we've been using the last 20 or 30 years is not the plan that you're going to want to be using in retirement. In fact, it's going to be totally different. And on that note, we kind of go to this one. And Casey, I mean, you still have to plan for the future. I mean, it's a living, breathing thing. It's not a set it and forget it. I mean, this is something that needs to be revisited, uh, looked at. Uh, you need to be very aware of what's going on with your plan. You're right. Uh, you know, retirement is dynamic. Uh, it's not a static endeavor. Uh, many times people think that when they reach retirement, okay, I'm retired. That's it. That's This is kind of the final stage of my financial plan. But ultimately, that's really not the case. Uh, when we think of retirement, there's three main phases that we uh, we use as planners. We call them the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. And so ultimately, retirement does change. Our goals change. Our health changes. And so it's really important that we understand those different stages. We have a plan surrounding each one and um, that we've allocated our assets the right way to uh, fully accomplish that. I, I would vote to go for the go-go the entire time. Is there any way I can get that? Can I, can I order the go-go for my entire retirement? No, I get it. I get it. I like it too. Go-go, slow-go, and no-go, and make sure your plan uh, encompasses all of that. So this next one is more between the ears, Mark, and I love the fact that you're going to get this one. Uh, there's more to retirement than money. Yeah. I had a conversation with a client about this exact subject uh, here not more than an hour and a half ago, and 
we were talking about what does she really want her retirement to look like? And I, I made her answer and then she didn't get to say, well, I'd like to shop a little more. Or I'd like to take more vacation or I want to spend more time with our grandkids. Those are all great. But I wanted us to get into the weeds with that. I wanted her to explain exactly what she wanted to do and how she was going to do that because retirement is so much more than money because you can have all the greatest nest egg in the world saved up. But you know what? You still could end up being very bored, lonely, uh, frustrated. And so, again, talking about these things is really going to help so that you have a successful, happy retirement, which is truly our goal. How Retirement Has Evolved. We're talking about it today on Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Again, you can find them at Elevated Financial Management. There's going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar, no cost or obligation, and you can talk about you know, your retirement situation. Maybe you haven't started planning. This would be a good opportunity to do it. So again, How Retirement Has Evolved. We're going over 10 of the changes, and here's the next one. Time, Casey, is of the essence. Right. It's We've reached this stage where um, now we're no longer working, and so we have a lot more time in our day. But ultimately, our overall time frame is shrinking. And so we really want to be uh, taking advantage of the day. Commonly, Mark and I will see people, you know, when they retire, just want to sleep in for a while. And that's great if that's what you want to do. But all those things that you have maybe on your bucket list, we'll call it, it's time to get those done. We don't want to just sit around and wait for the perfect time. We want to start planning those things, planning those trips, uh, and taking full advantage of that time that we do have. All right. And let's just continue that that discussion, Casey. I mean, there's no time to sit there with your lip poked out. You can't really you know, pout around. I mean, there can be no regret. Yep. You're right. No doubt. All of us have done things that we regret in our lives. Um, Now is not the time to let them haunt us. We need to move on from those things, look forward to the future with bright eyes, be excited, um, and just really grab the bull by the horns and take advantage of the day. Uh, We can't spend this precious time that we have sitting around wishing we had done this or done that. Now is the time to take advantage and do those things. I mean, think about it, folks. We're talking about just the 10 changes when it comes to retirement and how it has evolved. And this next one's a tough one. And Mark, you get this one too. I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is the one where, you know, when we think about retirement, we're thinking about the go-go years, right? That's, that's how most people envision their retirement. Go, do, enjoy. I work my whole life. And then, well, what, what happens at the end? And that's where this one comes in. Talk to your loved ones about end-of-life decisions. Hard conversation. Yeah. In fact, that's probably one of the hardest conversations that we're ever going to have with our children uh, or our grandchildren. We need to do it, though, because if we don't, there may be a plan. The state may come up with a plan for you, right? And what do we want to do when it comes to uh, final expenses? Uh, I just had a client where the husband passed away suddenly and unexpectedly. The assets and the bank accounts, because he's married, uh, can easily be gotten into by the surviving spouse. But that is not going to be the case if you die as a widow or a widower. Uh, and we need expenses, right? Because it's not like they just put our bo- their bodies on ice and wait till we have some liquid money to be able to take care of our uh, final expenses. And so uh, I want to be sure that there's money that's liquid, that we don't have to wait for a certified copy of a death certificate to be able to take care of expenses 
that need to be taken care of at that time. Okay, folks, we got one more, and then we're going to get into uh, an opportunity for you to get in and see elevated financial management, no cost or obligation. Casey, it goes to you. Uh, bottom line, basically, to round it all up, you are responsible for your own retirement. You know, we'll keep this pretty short because ultimately this is really straightforward. You have got to find a way to pay your bills without income from working in retirement, which means that you need to have a true plan, not just a portfolio. You need to understand what your choices are, what your options are, and how those are going to affect you. And beyond just the finances, really for the first time for a lot of folks, you're going to be in charge of your own life. You don't answer to anybody. You don't report to anybody. And so it's about making sure that you have a plan collectively to accomplish all those things. All right. We've got five calendar positions available in the office. What's going to happen for these five callers? Well, there's five main things really that we consider. Uh, we mentioned, do you have a plan or just a portfolio? And so each of these ties in with that. We'll look at income. Uh, what are your income sources? How reliable are they? We'll also consider taxes. How can we lessen your tax liability? We'll look at your investments. Are they appropriate? Uh, are you taking too much risk? We'll also consider healthcare, as Mark mentioned, making sure that we have a plan and then legacy and estate planning as well. How do we make sure that our hard-earned assets pass properly to that next generation? All right, we got five positions. They're available right now, no cost or obligation. Here is the number, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Call it now. We know getting to retirement takes plenty of planning. Part of that plan must include expenses that are sometimes overlooked. When we come back, we'll outline some specific costs that can and should be avoided on Elevate Your Wealth. Welcome back to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them in Elevated Financial Management, the power behind the program. Between Mark and Casey, 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their golden years. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate and sometimes referee between Mark and Casey. I kid. They get along great. And we talk <laughs> retirement topics. And I tell you, it's serious stuff, folks. A lot of people concerned. You're going to have questions about maybe something that you're dealing with when it comes to retirement. There's going to be an opportunity, no cost or obligation, to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management and have that conversation. Feel better about where you are. And, folks, again, that's no cost or obligation. It's coming up. We'll open up five more positions on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. So there's no getting around paying some fees in your retirement plan. All right. I want to state that for the record. However, we have discovered some that can and should be avoided. So Mark, we start with you. 401k and IRA early withdrawal penalties. Stay away from those. Yep. Fee, five, foe fees, right? That's something we've all got to be really looking at when it comes to our different investment accounts. Um, one of the things that we run into is somebody will come in and say, Mark, I want to take money out of my 401k and put it as a down payment on my house. That's something that really needs to be analyzed a little bit because there is going to be a 10% early withdrawal penalty if you're not 59 and a half yet, if you take a distribution uh, out of your IRA and but it's a little bit lower when it comes to a 401k plan distributions before age 55. 
will be uh, subject to that penalty. The penalty is applied in addition to the regular income tax that's going to be due on that withdrawal. So if I pull out, you know, uh, $50,000, I'm going to pay tax on that 50000 at my bracket, but I'm also going to pay, you know, another $5,000 in penalty. So it's a really stiff uh, fine that the IRS puts upon us. However, there are some ways that we can get around uh, these penalties. Uh, you can take out, if you want to pull money out of your 401k, you can pull it out in, in the form of a loan that's going to allow you to borrow up to 50% of their vested account up to a maximum of $50,000 without penalty or tax consequences. But you've got to watch out for the loan fees because then you're paying actually to borrow your own money. So you want to look at both sides of that uh, situation a little bit. Elevate your wealth, elevated financial management, the power behind the program. They have a wonderful website. It's a great resource for you. Check this one out. EFMNW, all letters, EFMNW.com. Again, great resource. Check it out. Contact information there for Elevate Elevated Financial Management, and you can ask your questions, and you will get some answers. We're also uh, going to provide calendar positions for the upcoming week uh, at Elevated Financial Management, and that's no cost or obligation. We'll tell you more about that as we move through the program. So fees are going to be there in your retirement plan. We've discovered some that can and should be avoided. So the 401k and IRA early withdrawal penalties, avoid those. Casey, the penalty for skipping a required minimum distribution, man, I tell you, make sure your plan includes this. You do not want these. Yeah, this is the biggest uh, fee or the biggest penalty that we see when it comes to these type of mistakes. Uh, required minimum distribution. So what that really means for those tuning in is that uh, annual withdrawals from traditional retirement accounts have to start after age 72. So the IRS is forcing us to take a portion of our account, uh, not the entire account, but a portion of the account starting at age 72. Um, uh, RMDs also must be taken, like I said, from 401ks. IRAs, those qualified accounts uh, by December 31st and income tax is due on each withdrawal that we make. So if we miss a required minimum distribution, the key there is required. If we miss that, it's a 50% penalty on the amount that was supposed to have been taken. So let's kind of play that out a, a little bit. If we have to take $10,000 and we only take $5,000, we're going to have a 50% penalty on the $5,000 that we didn't take. So we're going to have to pay that penalty. We're going to be forced to take that 5000 and then still pay income tax on top of it. So it really starts to pile on. Uh, that $10,000 scenario that we just used is actually pretty small in the RMD world. Uh, we'll commonly see 20, 30, or 40, or even higher uh, when it comes to the RMDs that folks have to take. Now, there is some adjustments that may be made. Secure Act 2.0 would potentially lessen that penalty from 50% down to 25. Um, but really that language and whether that's going to come to pass is up in the air. We don't have all those details yet. So it's important that you understand how that works. Folks, just going over again to the fees in your retirement plan, they're going to be some. However, we've discovered some that can and should be uh, avoided. Stay away from these. Again, 401k and IRA early withdrawal penalties. The penalty for skipping a required minimum distribution. And Casey, this next one, should we call it a penalty or just a reduction? Social Security early enrollment penalty. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, it's it really is uh, it is a reduction, but 
I will say, yeah, it is a penalty um, because in reality, you're entitled to the full amount of Social Security, but you have to wait until a certain age to receive that entire amount. They call it a full retirement age. So depending on the year that you were born, we'll adjust what your full retirement age is. For most folks, it's going to be 66 and uh, some odd months. So it could be 66 and two months, 66 and four months. It goes up in two month increments, or it could be full retirement age is age 67 for you. But if you take your social security early, let's say, for example, at age 62, if you're not entitled to your full uh, full amount until age 66, you're going to get a 25% smaller monthly payment. Um, if you're not entitled to that full amount until you're age 67 and you were to start taking it at 62, you'd get a 30% smaller payment. And that's for the rest of your life. That is, that is set in stone. Uh, we do not get the option to five years from now say, oh, I didn't understand how that worked or I'd like that to be bumped up. It doesn't work that way. Once we start that, that is how it's going to affect us. So really, that, that is a big penalty. Um, and it's something that a lot of folks don't understand. There can be some reasons for taking Social Security early. Uh, really, it's situational. Mark and I do what's called situational or situational Social Security planning. And so with that, um, it depends on each individual person. Everybody's situation is unique. It's not one size fits all, but it is something that we need to be aware of. Oh, gosh. And it's such a such a big part of retirement and make sure that it, it works cohesively with your plan. Again, Social Security early enrollment penalty or reduction. We're talking about, again, you know, fees are going to be in your retirement plan, but these are the ones that, you know, we've taken a look at and you can spot these and you should avoid these. Uh, and Mark, you get this one, Medicare late enrollment penalties. Yeah, one of the, I'd just like to add briefly one quick point to what Casey just mentioned, because there's the penalties that we just talked about, but there's also an earned income test that can be uh, a 50% penalty as well if you make over basically 19000 and change each year. So that's something else. Now, Medicare, this is another one that gets causes a lot of confusion. But what I want to just tell the listeners today is, when you are turning 65, we've got basically an initial seven-month window. Well, when does it begin? Three months prior to your 65th birthday, the month of, and then three months later. You're going to want to make sure that you're signed up for a minimum, usually, of Part A uh, of Medicare, which is the hospital portion of Medicare. Part B is doctors. Now, you do not have to have... Uh, Part B, if you have credible coverage through your current employer. In fact, you're not going to want to sign up for B because then you are forced to pay another premium that you don't want to be paying uh, when you're already covered and possibly paying through your current employer. So you have to watch out for that. Then there can be penalties depending on which one we're talking about. In fact, there's a Part D penalty that's going to uh, begin uh, if you don't get your Part D within 63 days uh, of when you became eligible for Medicare, which for most of us would be age 65. And that penalty goes up the longer you put off signing up for Part D. So you've got to have all these dates and understand them. Otherwise, we can, we're can we going to be paying more premium than we should be. I tell you, it just, I mean, right now it's screaming. Uh, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, are you got all this covered? Uh, have you covered all your bases when it comes to your plan and just knowing the fees out there that need to be avoided? 
Uh, we've got one more, and then we're going to give an opportunity to you, the listener, to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. We've got five spots we're about to open up, and that's no cost or obligation. You can come in and talk with Mark and Casey about your retirement situation. Mark, I'm staying with you. Excessive expense ratios. Now, again, this is one that we want to really think about, too, because we know that there's uh, we, we could be paying our broker uh, uh, straight management fees, but then there's also expense ratios, especially in connection with mutual funds. Now, we know that we're not going to be able to control uh, whether the market goes up or down. That's out of our control. But you can, uh, in a lot of ways, have control over the expense ratios, but it takes a little bit of homework. Uh, Vanguard, for instance, is probably the lowest, uh, has the lowest expense ratios in the market, but you have to look at each account and there's a way that we can help you do the homework needed to find out how much expense ratio you're paying on each one of your accounts. Now is the opportunity to have questions answered when it comes to your retirement situation. And you can do this, no cost or obligation, get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. Gentlemen, what's going to happen for the next five callers? Well, there's five main areas that we're going to consider. This is part of the planning that we do day in and day out. This is how we start is with a complementary analysis. We look at five main areas. The first one being income. Uh, retirement is all about income. We have to make sure that our income sources are reliable. We have to look for opportunities to potentially create another income source. We'll also look at taxes. Uh, try and make sure that you keep as much of that hard-earned money as you can, lessen that tax liability, not only for yourself now, but also years into the future. We'll also look at investments, as Mark mentioned. We'll consider expense ratios. Uh, are there things that we can do to lessen the volatility in your portfolio? Is it comfortable what you currently have? We'll also consider health care. Uh, do we look at a med advantage or a med sup plan? We'll look at long-term care, all those different choices. We'll also consider legacy and estate planning. How do we make sure everything that you've worked for passes tax efficiently and appropriately to the next generation? Folks, it's five positions on the calendar available right now, no cost or obligation. And the goal of the show is to help you make the best decision for you when it comes to your retirement. Here's the number, five spots, 866 668 3625. That's 866-668-3625. No cost or obligation. See where you are in your retirement planning process. And man, just sit down and ask questions, right? Everybody's got them. You might be a little bit intimidated. Uh, it's the end of your life situation. It is your retirement. Call now, grab one of these spots, get some peace of mind. 866-668-3625. One more time. Call now, 866-668-3625. When we come back, we'll cover some counterintuitive retirement strategies that work at Elevate Your Wealth. Elevate Your Wealth, hosted by Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. 42 combined years experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries, and they have a wonderful website, great resource. You can check it out at any time, and here it is, EFMNW, all letters, EFMNW.com. Check it out. Again, contact information. You have any questions, you can get in touch with Elevated Financial Management. 
set up an appointment with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. And here's the great news about the radio program. We love talking to listeners. We love answering the questions at the end of the show. Uh, But we also provide calendar positions, no cost or obligation. So listen up. We'll do that here shortly. Grab one of those spots. Feel better about where you are in your retirement planning. All right. So we often talk about the importance of a strong retirement plan. So yet, you know, many people still believe the best strategy is to Go with their gut, right? You hear that all the time. And that might work when you're picking the right steak to grill, but not necessarily when it comes to planning for retirement. So we've mapped out some common myths that many people believe. All right. The first myth, Mark, is short-term safety. Here's the misconception in regards to short-term safety. Many will tell you, you should be able to better predict the stock price tomorrow compared to predicting it where it's going to be 10 years from now. And there is a much lower chance of a big drop in a single day than there is over time in a given stock or stock fund. But here's the reality. Numerous studies, and we could really list several, that have been conducted by famous economists, market researchers, investment companies, All of these studies have shown time and time again that is often less risky to hold stocks for longer periods of time, especially if you talk to somebody like Warren Buffett and get his viewpoint on this. I tell you, I I love this part of uh, our conversations where we talk about, you know, what is perceived and what is reality. And that's what we're doing today, talking about some of the myths that are out there that a lot of people believe. Casey, this next one, paper loss. Yeah, this is one of the things that we hear the most. Uh, This is something that uh, clients will come into our office and tell us that their broker in the past has told them this. The misconception is that if I don't sell my position that is currently losing, that's lost me money, then I don't have a loss because I haven't realized that loss yet. I haven't sold it. That is one of the most ridiculous things that we hear. If your value in your account is dropping, if your stocks are declining, Regardless of whether you sell it or not, you have a loss. Uh, Ultimately, uh, let's kind of rewind that a little bit. Let's say if it's only a paper loss, then the opposite of that would be true too. If you have a gain in your account, but you never sell it and realize that profit, well, then you only have a paper gain. And so really, we have to to understand that. Um, Regardless of whether or not uh, we realize that, it's it's not recognized on the tax return. Um, We have to understand that if our value in our account is dropping, that is negatively impacting us. Uh, We wouldn't stand outside without a jacket on if we knew we had a jacket on inside to go get. And so we don't just hold our positions because it's just a paper loss. We make adjustments because the environment is changing. We make adjustments because the market is changing. And so we have to move with it. Here on Elevate Your Wealth today, we are going over some common myths that people still believe, but we're also talking about the reality uh, that you know, sits behind uh, these common myths. We're visiting with, and we do it each week, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management. They host this program, and we are going to give you an opportunity, you the listener, that opportunity to get on their calendar, no cost or obligation, and you can talk about what's going on with your retirement, gain some peace of mind. So the next myth, we'll throw this one at Mark. And Mark, it is, leave it to the pros. Well, that is the misconception there is let your money managers just handle that. But here's the reality. 
Although professional management can be a really good choice in so many different situations, mm -hmm. it still is necessary though for you to be personally involved in the management of your finances. Because the interesting thing here, Morgan, is if there's a loss, that broker isn't taking money out of his portfolio or out of his savings and giving it back to you, right? So you need to have some skin in the game. And if you do that, that means that you're going to need to be working with your management uh, of your uh, assets so that, you know, everybody's got some uh, stake in, in making sure there's a positive or a negative outcome. I was going to say, keep your eye on the prize and everything that's working for your retirement. Uh, going over some myths, some common ones that many people uh, believe. Uh, the next one, I know a lot of people do this, Casey, and that is put it off until tomorrow because retirement is so far away. <laughs> you know, uh, that's the misconception is that retirement is so far away. Uh, therefore, I don't have to worry about it for a long time. Uh, we do hear that a lot, even from people that are only three, four, five years from retirement. Well, you know, it's still a ways away. It's still five years out. The, the reality is that that is a very dangerous mindset. Um, if, if you don't have a plan now, you need to get one now. And the simple fact of the matter is that the sooner that we address what's going on, the sooner that we address the fact that we don't have a plan, the more options we have, the more time we have to make up for the saving that we didn't do that we should have done when we were in our 20s and 30s. If we know that in our 50s or in our 40s, we have more time before retirement to make up for that. We can cut spending. We can do all these different things to try and make those adjustments to have a more um, effective retirement, the retirement that we always wanted to have. But having this idea that, well, that's tomorrow, you know, uh, just kind of like the diet starts on Monday, right? Well, <laughs> Monday comes eventually. We have to really address that sooner rather than later and get it under control. It's almost like you've got a window into my soul, Casey, because I say the diet starts on Monday a lot. And I know there are a lot of us out there that do that. But it's same thing. Same thing goes for retirement. You got to have a plan. Uh, you're going to have that peace of mind when you sit down and, and you start to work on it because, you know, you're going to talk about your goals in retirement, but you're also going to talk about how you get to those goals. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the, the analogy that, that, that we use um, a lot is the, the puzzle pieces. And you want to make sure you have all of them. You want to make sure they fit snugly together. And when you step back from your retirement puzzle, bam, there it is. That's the warm and fuzzies we talk about. You know you've got the plan, and that's the roadmap to get you to your goals. So there's an opportunity that's going to present itself, and it's five positions on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. And this is no cost or obligation, folks. No cost or obligation, a chance to sit down and talk about where you are. And we get it. There are a lot of you out there that are do-it-yourselfers. Uh, you've got this, you know, maybe you've got this fat portfolio and you're, you're feeling good, but have you watched the market lately? How's your portfolio doing? How much is at risk? Do you even know? So this is the type of opportunity where you sit down and you talk about that. You sit down there and you form a plan to get you to your golden years. That's what we do. Each and every week, we talk about it. We give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management, and you can feel better about where you currently sit in your retirement planning. And if you are in the middle of something, maybe you're working with somebody and you just got questions, and, and you might not feel comfortable talking to your person, get a second opinion. That's one of the spots that could be available for you as well. All right, we've got one more myth, and then we're going to open up those spots on the calendar. So this myth, I'll throw it at Mark. 
And uh, I know this happens quite a bit, and I know a lot of people believe in this myth. Social Security going to solve it all, Mark. Solve it all. <laughs> you know, we're very fortunate in our office that we have actually there's five nationally certified Social Security advisors. And Social Security can be one of the most uh, confounding and confusing topics, but yet is such a critical piece of everybody's retirement plan. Uh, the misconception is that Social Security benefits are going to sustain me through my retirement years. That may or may not be the case. And in most cases, it's not going to be the case. It was designed to, to pay about 40% of our retirement income needs. Now, today, the reality is for some people, it is 100%. But they're not going to have a very... Uh, fruitful retirement if all they have is Social Security. So the reality is you got to be careful here. You need to have done some planning because Social Security may allow you to pay basic expenses, but that may be it. So it's not going to be the cure-all to make sure that you have the happy and successful retirement that you worked so hard and maybe dreamed about for decades. If all you have is Social Security, I think it's going to be a tough road to hoe. All right. Here's your opportunity. Uh, if you've got questions about where you currently sit with your retirement planning, maybe you have not even started. This is the opportunity. You can start right now. Or you're in the middle of something and you need a second opinion. Well, grab one of these five calendar positions at Elevated Financial Management. Casey, what's going to happen for these five callers? I just want to reiterate what you said, Morgan. Uh, if you are in the middle of something, if you're middle of looking at things or you have somebody you're working with, you don't get your second opinion from the person that gave you the first. And so because of that, Mark and I sit down and we talk about these five main areas with everybody that comes into our office. We look at income. How reliable are your income sources? How solid are they? Uh, are your uh, costs going to meet your income or your uh, current costs going to uh, be higher than what your current income is? And we need to create another income source. We'll also look at taxes. How do we make sure that we keep as much as we can and give as little as possible to Uncle Sam? We'll also look at your investments. Are your investments appropriate? Are they too risky? Uh, do you know how they work in an up market, in a down market? Have you been in those investments for the last 10 years and it's just a buy and hold strategy when really you need more active management? We'll also look at healthcare. What healthcare plan is most appropriate for you? Uh, we'll, we'll make those choices individually. And then we'll also look at legacy and estate planning. How do we make sure that we leave something solid to the next generation all those years that we worked hard for? Folks, we have five positions. And, you know, when you think about it, you know, this is the rest of your life. And it's a limited amount of time. Uh, you need to get started on your plan. It's never too early, and it's also never too late. But the more time you have uh, to set yourself up for retirement, the better. So make sure you have a plan. Elevated Financial Management now offering five positions on their calendar. And I'm going to throw out this number, and this is no cost or obligation, and you can book it right now, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Three, six, two, five. It's about, you know, just common sense. 
talking about what you want to do in retirement, you know, the goals that you want to establish, and then creating that roadmap to get you there. Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins will translate for you a very complex retirement world into very clear instructions. It's an excellent opportunity for you right now to get this retirement review. Here's the number, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Feel better about the day. Give that number a call and talk about your retirement situation. You know, get the, that weight off your shoulders. We know you are stressed. Relieve some of it right now. 866-668-3625. Call now. Time for more questions from listeners. We've got the answers coming up on Elevate Your Wealth. Welcome back in to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management in Seattle. It's all about retirement. Between Mark and Casey, 42 years experience in the retirement planning business. And again, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we hit the topics. And now we are about to get into question and answer. But before we do, the latest inflation numbers indicate that it's not going away anytime soon. We've all been to the grocery store. We've all been to the gas pump. And it is shocking, folks. In fact, Janet Yellen, U.S. Secretary of Treasury, says she may have misjudged just what was happening with our economy. When I said that inflation would be transitory, what I was not anticipating was a scenario in which we would end up contending with multiple variants of COVID. I was not envisioning um, impacts on food and energy prices we've seen from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So, um, as Chair Powell indicated himself, um, both of us probably could have used a better term than transitory. Janet Yellen, again, U.S. Secretary of Treasury, talking about just the latest inflation numbers because they are staggering. Uh, Mark, where do you see inflation going and how long do you think it's going to last and, and what can we do about it now? Well, I think one of the things is to realize that they did make a mistake. And to me, it, it was pretty serious when, when you really think about this. Um, prices at the pumps, you mentioned it already, Morgan. Uh, it's staggering when we go to have to uh, put gasoline in our car. And I, I feel so sorry for individuals that need to drive and they can't take any type of uh, bus or metro type of system. And I believe that this inflation is going to be around for a little while. How long I think anybody could put money on red or black on the roulette wheel, we're not sure. But I think it's going to be with us. Uh, through the rest of this year, for sure, and, and possibly into at least the first quarter, of the first half of next year. So, we'll, you know, time will tell on that. One of the things that you have to really be looking at now to be able to deal with this is how can I possibly cut some of my expenses, right? Inflation is, it is what it is. And you're going to pay that. You're going to have a lot less buying power now that inflation is this high. So is there a way for us to reduce our outflow right now. And if we can do that, that may help to offset uh, the impact of inflation. And so we've really got to look at our expenditures right now. Is there any way to maybe change what we're doing uh, to help to offset that? Because it, I, th I think we're going to be looking at this for a little while. 
I don't know. Do you have a thought on that case? I do. Um, you know, realistically, the Fed is going to do what they can to try and control inflation. They were wrong. Uh, Janet Yellen here said specifically we could have used a better term than transitory. Uh, she's really trying to back out of what was said. But ultimately, um, they are going to try and fight it. What that we what we have to take into consideration with that, aside from just that inflation is here and it's affecting everybody, is that as they try to fight inflation, that could lead to further market volatility. And so they have a they have a correlation, they have a connection. Uh, um, inflation is a problem, absolutely. How they fight inflation and how that affects everybody's retirement is an additional problem and something that we all need to be aware of. Be aware of and plan for because uh, it's going to be here in some form or fashion. Uh, hopefully not too high for too long, but right now we are absolutely feeling it uh, right in the wallet. Elevated Financial Management, the power behind this program, Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins, and now it's time for question and answer. And immediately following our Q&A, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Mark and Casey, talk about your retirement situation. So first question up, Casey, we'll throw this one at you. Federal Way is the location. Donald is there. Here is the question. Why is the recommended percentage of my portfolio devoted to stocks any different at the beginning of my career than at the start of retirement? I don't understand why I should reduce my exposure to stocks when I retire, as I'm still going to have 30 years of investing ahead of me. Good question. Uh, something that we, we actually do get this question fairly regularly. When you uh, first start working, um, you've got 30, 40 years in front of you for your investments to grow. Ultimately, there can be some downturns in the market. And with that, you ideally have time to recover from that before you retire. And Donald, uh, you make a solid point. If I've got 30 years left potentially of investing, uh, why is it suddenly a concern now when I had potentially that same time frame when I first started uh, contributing to my accounts? Here's really the big difference. When you first started contributing, you were building and growing your assets. You were only contributing to your account. Now that you're in retirement, approaching retirement, you need those assets to last you for the rest of your life. You will not be contributing to them. You will be taking distributions from those accounts. And so what that means is that if you um, have loss in your portfolio because the market is down and then you take a withdrawal, that has a negative impact on your overall financial future. So the more that you have in stocks when you get closer to retirement, if you're not taking some of that risk off the table, the more volatility you have. And ultimately, it negatively impacts the chance of success for your retirement plan. This is something that we look at every single day. We use some very sophisticated and advanced planning tools and analysis software, uh, things that would really bore you if I went into the details. But ultimately, the idea is that as we get closer to retirement, we want to start protecting the assets that we have because they need to last us in retirement. Question and answer on Elevate Your Wealth. You're going to hear some questions that might be kind of similar to what you're going through. But just remember, you know, your situation is going to be unique to you. Your retirement plan needs to be the same. All right, West Seattle, the next question from Janine. Mark, this one's for you. Janine is 63. I just got an inheritance of about 200000 I have 15000 in credit card debt and 50000 left on my mortgage. So I could become debt-free and still have about one hundred and thirty-five k to invest. Or 
I could invest all of it and just continue paying off debts over the next few years. What do you suggest? This is a topic that has really come up in the last uh, couple of weeks with some clients. And because uh, it, I think a lot of it depends on the, the interest rate that we're paying on the borrowed money. Uh, if you've got a really, really low interest rate, well, then maybe using the, the bank's money uh, is going to be a really smart thing to do. Uh, but if not, especially when it comes to credit card debt, I think, you know, he mentioned 15,000 credit card debt. Well, a lot of that credit card debt is over 20% interest. And I believe that one of the uh, easiest ways to help people get retired is to reduce debt. So if we've got some high interest rate debt, I think debt consolidation and getting rid of debt, if possible, is absolutely going to be very beneficial. Uh, now, paying off a big chunk of my mortgage with that money, the inheritance, I'm probably not going to, to look at that. Uh, but I need all the other facts, which we just don't have here. Um, and I, I truly believe, too, this is where a reverse mortgage could really come into play in the right situation. Now, I don't do reverse mortgages. I just understand them. And that might be a way better way to uh, help with that mortgage and get rid of that uh, by using a reverse mortgage versus using money from an inheritance. So the answer to this could be varied. I tell you, a lot of moving parts, folks. You can tell just from questions that we get to the program, but also all the different topics that we, we go over when it comes to retirement planning. You know, make sure uh, you've got your plan uh, in progress and it's working for you and it's suited for you. There's going to be an opportunity uh, to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management with Mark and Casey and have these conversations. Again, no cost or obligation. We'll open up a few spots here in just a little bit. So next question to Casey, and this one is coming from Matthew. He is in Olympia. Here's the question. My wife hasn't worked outside the home in years. What is the best way for us to put some retirement money away for her uh, since she doesn't have a 401k or anything like that? You know, there's there's a couple of things that I'd love to ask you, Matthew, to kind of better understand uh, your situation there. But something that that we found is that commonly people will say, well, my spouse doesn't work outside the home, but that doesn't mean that they don't have income. Uh, some folks do have uh, small businesses that they run from their home and that kind of thing. And so if you do, there are plans that you can use in that scenario. That earned income can be contributed to retirement accounts. But let's let's kind of take the other side of that coin and um, I believe it's Matthew, let's assume um, that your spouse doesn't have any earned income at all. Um, maybe she's a, a stay-at-home mom or whatever the situation may be. With that, if you are married filing jointly, you still have the option to open an IRA in her name and make contributions with the family or the household income. Uh, on top of that, you have the option of a Roth IRA, which depending on the circumstance may be very valuable because that would grow tax-free. We'd pay taxes on it now, but it would grow tax-free and come out tax-free in retirement. So there are some things that can be done um, uh, without pleading the fifth. I'll just say that there's some more detail to be had to properly answer that question for you, Matthew. But realistically, you do have some choices. All right. Last question. We'll make it fast. Mill Creek. Thomas is there. Mark, this one's for you. I'm retiring from the federal government in 2023. My wife also retiring at the same time. Our savings comprise of my thrift savings plan, her 403B, and a 401K. We also have shared money outside our workplace savings in Roth retirement accounts, taxable investment accounts, and a taxable mutual fund. 
who should I consult to ensure my drawdown strategy is optimized to minimize the taxes? Yeah, and this is where I think a lot of folks today are making a mistake. Their accumulation person, which has done a good job for them, hopefully, uh, is not the decumulation person. And we've just seen that over the years. That to do a true written plan, you have to take all of these different areas into account. And so you've got to work with somebody that really knows which account, especially when it comes to tax planning, is going to be the smartest one to take from and when to do that. And so that truly is something that Casey and I specialize in. We are really the retirement decumulation specialists. We, we help on the accumulation side, but our go-to is decumulation. And we truly believe you need to be working with someone who's good in that arena. All right. We've got five positions on your calendar. What's going to happen for these five callers? Well, there's five things that we're going to consider. We're going to keep it short and sweet for those listening at home. We're going to consider your income. How reliable is it? Can we add another source of income? We'll also look at taxes. How do we make sure that we pay the least amount in taxes as possible? We'll also look at your investments. Are they appropriate? How risky are they? Are they age appropriate? We'll also consider healthcare. What are our healthcare options? And we'll also consider legacy and estate planning, making sure that what we've worked hard for passes appropriately to the next generation. Folks, we've got five positions. Again, Elevated Financial Management offering this at no cost or obligation. Here's the number, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Call now, grab one of these spots, get some peace of mind when it comes to your retirement planning. If you haven't started planning, this is a great opportunity. If you're in the middle of something and you need a second opinion, grab it now. 866-668-3625. One more time, 866 866- 668-3625. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.